live from Petoskey, Michigan. It's Northern Michigan's only live and local afternoon talk show, WMKT's Talk of the North. Something on your mind? Call our studio line at 866-371-1270 or connect on social media at Triple Talk WMKT on Facebook and X. Now, bringing you the latest news from the region, states, and around the country, here's your host, Nick Rudy. Good afternoon, Northern Michigan. Welcome to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKT, the talk station. Happy Thursday. Slightly warmer each day onward from what was uh, an unfortunate day yesterday as far as weather goes. Uh, 50 degree temperature drop. Feel like that's got to be close to a record in and of itself. The uh, the weekend will be, again, pretty pretty nice. Actually, we'll be over 60 in Traverse City, hovering around 60 in Emmett County. So, Feel like you couldn't take advantage of the weather on Tuesday. I get it. Some of us, you know, had to work in the middle of the day. But if that was uh, that was just like you too, then you can uh, head out on Sunday and take advantage of a uh, sixty plus and uh, at least partly sunny. I know it's going to be fully sunny on Saturday, but not quite as warm, like forty eight. But still, a lot better than what was it seventeen yesterday. I'll take it. WMKT, we're expecting sun outages to affect the Ambongino show around 2.15 every single day. We actually avoided one today, but uh, got a little bit lucky. So that may not be the case moving forward. Just want to keep reminding you in case um, this happens in the future, it will be less than 10 minutes. Again, apologize for the inconvenience. No sports at the pro level last night for the city of Detroit. We did have a few high school games, though. Not all of them that were planned, but a few of them. The games between Marquette and Gaylord, Elk Rapids, and Charlevoix, and East Jordan were canceled. Strange how some of the um, East Jordan and Harbor Springs, strange how some of the uh, the games were canceled and not others. Although I do not blame Gaylord and Marquette canceling because that is a heck of a drive. But Traverse City West top Petoskey 63-52. to They'll play the winner of Marquette and Gaylord. Cadillac beat Bay City Western 65 to 41. They're going to be playing Mount Pleasant in the district finals. By the way, the games that are not that were not played yesterday, those get played today. So Elk Rapids versus Charlevoix, East Jordan versus Harbor Springs tonight at 5:30 and 7 respectively. Some of the smaller school matchups, Harbor Light beat Mackinac City 67 to 31. Say Ignis beat Alanson at 79-45. They play each other. In the district finals, Indian River beat Wolverine 84-39. Onaway beat Burr Lake 81-46. They play each other's each other in the finals. Uh, TC St. Francis fell to McBain 59-26. Benzie Central beat Manton 46-35. They'll play each other in the district finals. And finally, Sutton's Bay fell to Glen Lake 75-33. Lake Leelanau St. Mary fell to Frankfurt 63-55. So Frankfurt Glen Lake will be in the finals, all those district games, district finals are going to be played tomorrow. So some of these teams might have back-to-back games. That'd be crazy. Michigan basketball is back. They're on the road at Rutgers. They play at 8.30. The Red Wings are back in action. They're at home hosting the Islanders, which is kind of a pretty mid-team. 
The Wings are looking for their seventh straight win and just creating more distance in the playoff run. The Lightning, who directly trail the Wings, play tonight as well. Maple Leafs, who the Wings are chasing. I think they're only two points behind. They are, and this is for home rank advantage in the playoffs, they are uh, playing tonight. They, again, aren't playing great teams, but if they happen to lose, especially the Lightning and the Red Wings win, they hop over into home rank advantage for the time being. So let's hope, again, they're not not playing great teams. Red Wings have some work to do because they're playing the best of the, uh, the three opponents. But to our trivia question for today, who are the lucky ones who have the cheapest gas in northern Michigan? Is it Traverse City? Is it Boyne City? Charlevoix, or Indian River. You can head over to our X account at Triple Talk WMKT to vote on the trivia poll. Participate with the other listeners. What is trending today? Well, there's really only one clear answer as far as kind of the trendy thing to talk about on social media. Lauren Bobert's 18-year-old son, Tyler, was arrested Tuesday in Colorado related to a string of alleged property thefts and vehicle trespasses. Police said he faces five felony counts. The charges include four felony counts of criminal possession of identification documents and one felony count of conspiracy to commit a felony. Bobert supposedly made a sex tape with a fellow suspect who was a female minor. Uh, Lauren is well known for also not making the best decisions herself, uh, was recently allowing herself to be groped at a movie theater in front of children by some random Democrat. So does not seem to have her house in order by any means. And I say if he's guilty, put him away, no special treatment, and she might suffer the ramifications of not having uh, control of her family in the election, probably for the better. Uh, but of course, the left is taking it to the extreme. Uh, morons like the Cranstein brothers have taken to X saying, is MGT set to reveal the tape at a public hearing? It seems hearing should be on the horizon, especially with allegations if Lauren Boebert possibly financially gained from her son's wrongdoings, even if there is no evidence of such. And a laptop might be involved too, potentially a big topic for extended news analysis. The national security concerns are deeply troubling. How is Boebert to fulfill her duties amidst all this? So one, comparing this to Hunter Biden is what they're doing. One of the, uh, one, the age different factor. One, the guy was between 40 and 55, and this one is 18. Secondarily, the person who is uh, related that's in politics, one is a congresswoman. The other was the vice president of the United States. So there's different levels of security there too. But more of all, you know, I didn't know that, Lauren Boebert, well, to begin with, one, I didn't even know Lauren Boebert had a son, let alone someone who was an adult. But uh, furthermore, I didn't know that Lauren Boebert's son sat on the board of multiple foreign businesses despite having no experience in the sector and got paid millions, never paid taxes on any of the fraudulent income, filed fake tax returns, lied on his handgun license application, embezzled millions and millions of dollars for his mother, and then paid out 10% to her and sped down highways recklessly while high in cocaine. So Hunter's crimes tied to his father and his father's political office, name peddling around to foreign businesses across the globe. This 18-year-old, 100%, if it's proven true, felony, criminal, lock him away. But no, he wasn't trespassing and stealing property to sell for his mom's campaign. It wasn't politically motivated, so... Absolutely ridiculous. People are comparing it to that. 
And it just kind of shows you how low IQ the left can be. Back to our trivia question. Who are the lucky ones to have the cheapest gas in northern Michigan? Again, your options are Traverse City, Boyne City, Charlevoix, or Indian River. The answer is Traverse City. 311 today. Most expensive of those bunch was Indian River and Charlevoix actually tied at 329. Speaking of 29, it is the 29th of February. It is time for our famous birthday. Today we're wishing Tony Robbins a happy 64th birthday. Motivational speaker and author of Awaken the Giant Within. His popular four-day seminar, Unleash the Power Within, includes an exercise in which audience members take off their shoes and walk over a bed of hot coals. During high school, he grew 10 inches in one year, a growth spurt later attributed to a pituitary tumor. He said his home life was chaotic and abusive when he was a child. When he was 17, he left home, never returned. Got work as a janitor, for go, for, did not go to college. He uh, got a new outlook on life, though, after attending a Jim Rohn seminar and began promoting the seminars for him. That's how, actually, his career took off as a motivational speaker. He was on the comedian Theo Vaughn's podcast not too long ago and gave Theo what is called the perspective test. Here's Tony in action. You'll find evidence for it. Yeah. Like, I'll give you a little test. Look around this room right now and notice everything you can see that's brown. Okay? Everything you can find. So call around both sides of you. Anything you see that's brown. People at home, look at that in your own room. What you see is brown. Okay, close your eyes. Okay. Tell me everything you just saw that was red. <laughs> now, obviously, you saw a lot more brown, didn't you? Yeah. Why? Because you're looking for it. Open yeah. your eyes. Now look for red. Look for red anywhere you can find red. Any place you can find red. Okay. Okay? Did you find more red this time? Mm -hmm. How come? Because I was looking for red. That's right. Once you develop a belief, you find what supports it. So watch this. You will find stuff that's not even there in order to be successful. I bet you saw some beige called it brown just to feel successful, did you? Right over there. <laughs> I bet you saw some things burgundy and called them bread just so you could feel successful. I factored in some of those uh, <laughs> now and later. You see what I'm saying? If you think you're, you're screwed up, you're messed up, you're going to find and you're going to color yourself that way. Mm. If you think someone else is a jerk, you're gonna, if you think they're your friend and they have a bad day, they have bad behavior, you're, oh, they're having a bad day. If you think they're a bad person, then it's always going to be a Happy birthday to Tony Robbins and all of our February 29th birthdays. Man, it is a leap year birthday. What do they say that year? Uh, I think he would be 16 if he only went by his, uh, his yeah, 64. I think I did my math right there every four years. Man, it's like the question on yesterday's show I asked. I'm like, what side would you fall on? A March 1st birthday or a February 28th birthday? I feel like it's got to be got to be March 1st. But when we return from these messages, we have plenty of local news to get to be warned of a scam that is floating around the state, including up here in northern Michigan. Another individual has joined the race for Michigan Senate. I think it's going to be uh, pretty significant in the GOP primary. And new House maps could change the balance of the House of Representatives here in Michigan. Those stories and many more coming up. After these messages, you're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM Triple Talk, WMKT. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. 
Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call Bob and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, call Bob right now. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. That's 800-989-1415. Paid for by Term Direct. This year, over 50,000 law enforcement officers have been assaulted while on duty. A vast number of these attacks were filmed and uploaded to social media in the pursuit of likes and attention. What they want to do is film you instead of like, what can I do to help this officer? Together, we can change this disturbing trend. If that individual would have hit the right spot, you know, it, it could have been it for me. You know, last time I would have saw my wife, my kids. I'm Mike Solon. Law enforcement officers need your support. If you see an officer under attack, then follow these simple steps in order to help. One, call 911 and give the officer's exact location. Two, ask the officer if you can assist. If the officer accepts, then do whatever you can do to safely help. Three, if the officer declines, then start filming and be a good witness. It's time to stop filming and start helping. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Ask Cortez Flint Insurance and Financial Services with offices in Petoskey, East Jordan, Boyne City, Gaylord, and now Traverse City, and see if auto owners make sense for you. There's one man on this earth who really, truly gets it. And yes, it's about damn time that Joe Biden and his party is held to account. They call it politics. I call it responsibility and accountability. It's time to hold them responsible for what they're doing to our country. Whether it's the border, whether it's the economy, whether it's our police forces, whether it's the military. If that's political, so damn well be it. Mark Levin is on the radio. Weeknights at 6 on WMKT. And now we return to your home for in-depth local news coverage. WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy, exclusively on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM WMKT, and streaming across the Wolverine State at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. Streaming online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Our phone number, 866-371-1270, 866-371-1270. You want to reach out to the show anytime. You can also find us on social media Facebook and X at Triple Talk WMKT, or you can reach out by sending us an email. 
wmktbusiness at gmail.com. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel is warning us Michiganders of a new scam. The scam has been targeting people seeking treatment for substance abuse at Pine Rest Christian Mental Health Services, which does have a location in Traverse City. The AG says the phone number they may find online does not actually connect them to the facility. The brokers on the other end of the line falsely identify themselves as being affiliated with Pine Rest, declare that Pine Rest has no beds or appointments available, and then attempts to divert the patients to another mental health service provider out of state most of the time and sometimes as far away as California to receive services. Administrators at Pine Rest believe third-party patient brokers and or other mental health care service providers either separately or in a conspiracy with themselves, have created fraudulent internet web advertisements that fa- falsely identify themselves as Pine Rest with a non-Pine Rest telephone number. There is an ongoing investigation by the AG's office. The real Pine Rest Christian Mental Health Services number is 800-678-5500. If you are among the Ford EV owners who can now u- use most of Tesla's charging network in North America, there is an important catch. You'll need an adapter that Ford will provide for free, although Ford's not going to be starting to ship those out until the end of March. Tesla has more than 26,000 plugs, nearly 2,400 supercharger stations across the uh, U.S. and Canada. Ford says its owners will have access to about 15,000 Tesla fast charging plugs that are located strategically along travel corridors. A Traverse City Pet Pantry is looking for your help. Hoops Pet Pantry is looking for volunteers to run the pantry. They're also looking for donations. The pantries open the first and third Saturday of every month, and they feed around 400 pets per month. For more info, you can visit hoopspfp.org. Despite public concern, the Sheboygan City Council approved a new contract with City Manager Dan Sobosky this week in a 5-2 vote. Opposed council members and some community members expressed concern with the addition of the indemnity, asking if the city manager expects lawsuits and if the city was hiding something. City attorney Stephen Lindsay says indemnity was a standard form of protection in cities, saying it would allow the city manager to do his or her job without fear being threatened with a lawsuit, mostly on the uh, end of being on the hook for paying for the legal fees. Despite the concerns about the contract, many in attendance at the city council meeting said they consider Sobosky an accomplished city manager. The movie theater in Elk Rapids is getting a new name. The theater, which was purchased by the Shelfonte, uh, Shelfont Foundation last year, has been renamed the Shelfont Theater. It is the fourth name change since it was built in the 1940s, originally named the State Theater. 18-year-old Kelton Salowitz of Curtis has been arrested for having an inappropriate online relationship with a minor. Mackinac County Sheriff deputies received a tip in June of last year about the man having an inappropriate relationship with a 12-year-old girl in Austin, Texas. Salowitz has been sending and receiving sexually abusive photos and videos with the minor, primarily on the social media app Discord, according to police. During the investigation, police also found footage of Salowitz engaged in a sexual act with a dog, so he's been charged with bestiality as well. Other minor victims were identified over the course of the investigation. He's facing 25 separate counts, including 10 counts of aggravated child sexually abusive activity. Some good news for Mitten Brewing Company fans. The brewery announced it secured a long-term lease at its location in Northport in October of 2022. 
The company announced it would be closing down its operation in Northport, citing an inability to work out an equitable renewal agreement with our landlord. A last-second lease, however, was agreed upon that allowed them to continue operations last year, and now after an ownership and use dispute of Park Drive between the landlord Carl Wazinski and the village was resolved, it paved the way for this long-term lease. The brewery, though, did not disclose how long the agreement was for. You have another name to consider as you decide who you want to replace. Outgoing Senator Debbie Stabenow, the former Libertarian congressman, announced Justin Amash. He's entering the GOP primary for the Senate seat. Former Congressman Mike Rogers is the presumed frontrunner for the Michigan uh, for the GOP primary, rather, as he's garnered support of the Senate Republicans' campaign arm. Another significant name in the race is former Congressman Peter Meyer. A total of 13 candidates have now declared to be in the GOP primary. Emmett County is inviting owners of a property on the coast of Lake Michigan to a presentation about current goals and techniques for coastal resiliency. The presentation, funded by a grant from NOAA and the Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy. There's going to be four presentations. They all start at 630. The first is on March 13th at the Bear Creek Township Hall. The last one is on April 10th at Reedman Township Hall. New house districts in Detroit could affect the entire state. The Michigan Independent Citizens Redistricting Commission has agreed to new boundaries for over a dozen state house districts in the metro Detroit area. The maps would keep more Detroit-based districts within city limits and increase black majorities in several state house seats. The maps need final approval from a federal three-judge panel to take effect. Six state Senate districts also have yet to be redrawn and are expected to be addressed later this spring. An analysis by Bridge, Michigan, found the modified districts generally lean Democratic, but some by slightly, actually, and in some cases, significantly smaller margins, which could jeopardize the narrow majority Democrats currently hold in the chamber. Your state police are pretty decent looking, according to a recent survey. The survey conducted by Wealth of Geeks recognized Michigan State Police uniforms as the 17th most attractive in the country. What do you think number one is? Yep, Texas Highway Patrol. Former University of Michigan football player Craig Rowe has died after a battle with colon cancer. He was 33, survived by his wife Chelsea and their two-year-old son. After college, he played in the Canadian Football League for a few years and then launched a new business on coaching defensive linemen. A report into the actions of Michigan State University's Board of Trustees has been released. Recommendations include the governor getting involved. The 63-page report focused on code of ethics and conduct violations by trustees Rima Vassar, Dennis Denno, and Brianna Scott. Among the findings were Vassar and Denno violated the code of ethics and conduct when they encouraged a campaign of personal attacks against the faculty senate chair who had called for Vassar to resign. Vassar also accepted plane rides and tickets from two MSU donors. The report recommends that Vassar and Denno's cases be referred to the governor for review. The report says Scott, who sent a letter with confidential and privileged information to the press, should face no more than censure. The board is reviewing the findings. State Representative Cam Cavett is concerned that U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services is considering listing lake sturgeon as an endangered species. Quote, this move by the feds is effectively spitting in the faces of all the sportsmen and wildlife experts that have been working diligently to preserve sturgeon populations and fishing seasons for decades. Sturgeon fishing is a cultural staple in Northeast Michigan that the Black Lake community hosts an annual festival in conjunction with the season. 
end quote. Sturgeon are large fish that can live for more than 100 years. Sheboygan County's Black Lake is one of two places in the U.S. where spearfishing Lake Sturgeon is allowed. Cavett suggests fish and wildlife get conservation programs like Michigan has where it's needed. He suggests people call their representatives to stop this change from happening. Former GOP chairman, or chairwoman rather, Christina Caramo, has asked the Court of Appeals to throw out the decision by a Kent County judge who said she has been removed from her position as chair. She requested the decision be handed down by Friday, a day before she had planned to hold a major meeting in Detroit to select presidential delegates for the party's national convention. The Botanic Garden at Historical Barns in Traverse City announced they have received a $700,000 award from the Michigan Office of Labor and Economic Opportunity. As part of its Make It in Michigan initiative, the board of directors states, quote, the grant nearly finalizes the funding needed for the Community Education Center, which will feature a classroom, event space with seating for 120, a gallery, and a teaching kitchen. That has been your look at local news. We're going to take another quick break. When we return, we have a variety of stories to catch up on, mostly within the state of Michigan. We have some data on voter turnout from the primary. Tax hikes are official in the state of Michigan as well. And oversight has just been axed in environmental review in the state of Michigan at the stroke of Governor Whitmer's pen. We'll get into those stories coming up after these messages. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. I'm Tom Graham. Dueling border visits today. Former President Trump is in Eagle Pass, Texas, meeting with border officials while condemning mass migration into the U.S. They're pouring into our country and they're bringing with them tremendous problems, including medical problems, as you know. President Biden also in Texas visiting Brownsville. He blamed House Republicans for not taking up a Senate bill that included billions for border security. The visits come as a federal judge strikes down a Texas law aimed at cracking down on illegal immigration. It would have allowed the state of Texas to arrest, jail, and potentially even deport illegal immigrants, but a federal judge has now shot that down, writing in part that essentially states can't conduct their own immigration system. That is up to the federal government. Now we wait to see if the state of Texas appeals. Fox's Bill Malusian in Texas. America is listening to Fox News. America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 
100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-240-4587. Triple Talk, WMKT weather forecast. Partly sunny skies for the rest of today. Expect a high near 24. Patchy blowing snow after midnight tonight. Temperatures actually rising throughout the night to around 30 by tomorrow morning. Snow showers early, but sunshine in the afternoon for Friday. Highs near 48. Saturday, sunshine 49. And Sunday, sunshine and a high near 60. That's your forecast on Triple Talk, WMKT. Now, back to WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, WMKT, and streaming statewide at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Our phone number, 866-371-1270, 866-371-1270. Our email, WMKTBusiness at gmail.com. Well, at this point, it's basically a tale old as time as uh, Illinois has made an effort to remove Trump from the primary ballot from the UK Independent. Quote, on Wednesday, Cook County Circuit Court Judge Tracy Porter sided with voters who argued that the former president should be disqualified from the state's March 19th primary ballot and the November 5th general election ballot for violating the anti-insurrection clause of the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment. But we have heard that before. And we've also heard this. The judge has delayed her ruling from taking effect until an appeal is heard from the former president. Colorado and Maine early removed the former president from the state's ballots after determining he is disqualified under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Both of those decisions are also on hold while Trump appeals. The outcome of these cases will be decided by the U.S. Supreme Court, which heard arguments related to Mr. Trump's ballot eligibility on the Febru- February 8th, or arguments on his immunity defense will take place on April 22nd in the middle of a primary election calendar and Trump's busy schedule of multiple criminal and civil cases, so Trump will appear on the ballot. Maine and Colorado have primaries on Super Tuesday, March 5th, and Illinois on March 9th, so at the earliest, the decision would come a month later. So Trump will be appearing in all of these ballots. The only thing that they could that could really happen is if he's removed retroactively or he's removed from the general election ballot. But with the balance of the Supreme Court being what it is, and we all know, anyone with a brain knows that Trump is staying on the ballot. And this judge, just like the others who may or may not have a brain, knows Trump is going to remain on the ballot. She knows this in one of two ways. She either knows and is just full of it and doesn't care, or she truly believes Trump is guilty of violating the 14th Amendment. Either way, she gains popularity among elite leftists 
does not have to suffer the consequences because her ruling is just going to be overturned. So it's a win-win for her. If he gets kicked off the ballot in the Supreme Court by some magical thing, they vote to keep him off the ballots in those states. She's a hero. If Trump does not get kicked off the ballot, if it's reversed at the Supreme Court level, she tried her hardest to save democracy. And this is obviously not going to happen, but let's say, oh my gosh, she's removed from her seat. This is in Illinois, so it's super liberal. Um, it, but she's removed from her position as judge for trying to uh, remove a president from the ballot when she had no authority. She's a martyr. So like any way, it's a win-win-win for her and all the people that she wants admiration from. So pretty, pretty weak from a judge. We also have data that is now out on voter turnout in Michigan. 1.9 million voters participated, which accounts for 23% of registered voters. So not even quite a quarter of voters came out on Tuesday or even mailed it in. (laughs) We literally mailed it in and still proceeded to mail it in. Jocelyn Benson said, though, she was pleased with the turnout despite a lack of competitive primary races. Quote, election day in Michigan like early voting was smooth, secure, and successful. My team and I spent all day visiting polling locations across the state, and we left inspired by the enormous amount of energy, pride, and dedication these great citizens showed in making real the real real the promise of democracy for every citizen. End quote. It was a slight dip from the last presidential primary, where 2.3 million registered voters participated, which was around 30 percent. Um, that's also largely probably due to the fact that there were a lot more ballot proposals the last time. So like over a hundred more statewide. So that's probably what got more people coming out to vote in this year's presidential primary Dickinson County and the UP had the highest percentage of registered voters. They were at 38.3%. The next highest counties were Leelanau 31.35.1% Ross common 30.8% Keweenaw and then Benzie, 30.6%. So well done, Northern Michigan, Leelanau, Ross Common, and Benzie counties. You showed up and showed them. You're willing to get out there and vote more than the rest of the state. Calhoun County, by the way, had the lowest turnout, 16.9%. Sticking around in Michigan, we as Michiganders are officially going to see a tax hike. Michigan's personal income tax rate will rise to four and a quarter percent in 2024 from 4.05% last year, the Michigan Department of Treasury announced in a Wednesday afternoon statement. This is a very stark difference from the dishonest reporting from the mainstream media who reported this uh, this tax hike is a return to 4.25%. They use the, the term we're returning to 4.25% as if like we're returning home. It's expected. It's honest. It's okay. Everyone's okay. Returning to 4.25% from 4.05%. So while yes, the tax was lowered from 4.25% to 4.05% in 2023, and it's going to be the exact same number as it was in 2022, a return is anticipated and expected. This is a tax hike because the amount of taxes you will pay has gone up from the previous year. There was a change made away from 4.25%. I don't know why the mainstream media cannot 
get this right. It's not a matter of semantics. It's a matter of truth and deceit that they're using. Because, of course, the mainstream media is playing cover for the Democrats. Michigan Treasurer Rachel Eubanks said, quote, as anticipated, we found that the conditions were not present for a rate reduction for the 2024 tax year. It's not a reduction. The conditions were not present for a continued 4.05 rate. So we had to increase them, would be honest. So she says, the tax rate will remain at 4.20, remain at 4.25%. Eubanks essentially said the tax rate was always 4.25%, but we gave you a momentary discount last year. Like the price listed was, you know, at the Walgreens was for $4, but we gave you a coupon uh, that gave you like 10% off. And, but the, the list price is still the same. That's not what happened. The tax rate was lowered and now the tax rate is increased. It's crazy. Truly, truly crazy. The 2015 law approved by Michigan-controlled legislature allows the income tax rate to drop through a formula if general fund revenues grow faster than inflation. Republicans had argued that the tax drop was supposed to be indefinite but failed to write the bill in direct language, which, let's face it, would not have been difficult. This left the door open for Attorney General Dana Nessel to interpret the law in a way she and her Democrats, friends, saw fit. So back to 4.25%, they say, or more like a tax hike. Two-tenths of a percent of a tax hike, so they can spend more of your tax dollars. This does have a slight chance of being rectified, although it's pretty unlikely. A group of Republican lawmakers, organizations, and individuals have sued, contending that the calculation should be based on the new rate each year under their reading of the policy Michigan's rate would be 4.05% again in 2024. Michigan Court of Claims Judge Elizabeth Gleicher issued an opinion in December agreeing with the determinations made by Nessel and Eubanks, but the plaintiffs behind the lawsuits are seeking an appeal to the decision. But basically, unless you are at a circuit court, you're not going to get anywhere in the state of Michigan. The Court of Claims, Court of Appeals, the Michigan Supreme Court is all has a death grasp, like the Democrats have a just death grasp, uh, grasp on it. One of a bunch of liberal judges and wishy-washy judges, so that's probably not going to go anywhere. Senate Republicans have asked the governor also to create a contingency budget plan for the next fiscal year that would operate under the assumption a court agrees the tax rate should stay at 4.05%, not be lower to 4.05% because it would be staying at 4.05%. They have it completely backwards, the mainstream media and the Democrats. What do you know? So the difference in tax collection, though, by the state would be a plus minus of $700 million. So if it goes up to 4.25%, they get $700 million. If it stays... At 4.05%, they're missing out on $700 million, roughly. Which is, ironically, this would mean some of Whitmer's spendy and most controversial new programs would be the first to get axed in budget cuts. Meaning she clearly needed this extra $700 million for her programs as part of the reason why. Now, even if she's like, man, I spent every single dollar I can think of. Like, I have so much money, I just don't know what to spend it on. They still want more money, right? I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll find something. But 
In her currently proposed budget, the governor set aside $62 million for Michigan Reconnect to pay for a community college for all high school graduates. We've talked about this before, that it started out as 25 plus, never graduated, never uh, graduated with a degree, this, that, and the other thing. Then it last year got lowered to 21. And then now they want it to be anyone who graduates from high school. That is in her proposed budget would cost the taxpayer $62 million. It also includes $200 million for universal pre-K. And then $159 million for the continued expansion, or for $200 million for universal free lunch, rather, and then $159 million for the continued expansion of free pre-K for all, making it available for every four-year-old in the state. The program is called the Great Start Readiness Program, would have a total investment, which this has been all basically under Whitmer, of $650 million. So this that brings her socialistic spending to $421 million, 60% of the $700 million she gets from the extra tax collection. And that's not even to mention the $1.4 billion alone that she wants to set aside for building and rehabilitating 10,000 homes in the state. And again, like we've talked about already on this show, that's what she's proposing now. We haven't even made it to the fiscal year. It hasn't been approved. It'll probably be negotiated. It hasn't been approved. It's not going to be 10,000 homes because by the time, you know, ground is broken on these homes, the, the price of material and labor is going to double because inflation is going up. So congratulations. That's not going to actually be, and they're not going to spend less money. They're just going to be like, well, we're going to put some, uh, to make the, make up the difference for making 10,000 homes. We're going to, you know, put some money in the supplemental. Do not forget the budget. The main budget that they put out every single year is not the end of the story. There's a supplemental every single year because they want to spend more money. So do not think that this is the end of it either. It's ridiculous. So by the way, and of course, hilariously, the inflation that we're experiencing is almost solely due to the fact that the government has spent way too much money. So they're spending more money, and it's going to not be enough because of them spending money. So kind of funny. So all the programs combined are $1,821,000,000. So she cannot lose that $700 million. And this is also the governor's combining it with redirecting $670 million from the state's retirement system from public school employees, citing recent payments by the state to pay down debt obligations early. So all said and done, she'll have a bonus $1,370,000,000 to spend, but she's still overspent by $600 million in these special programs and then by overtaxing you. And I mean, the gap is... Of the gap of what she wants to spend and how she's overtaxed you and rediverted money, fungible, she's still over $600 million. All, by the way, while proposing to spend a mere $400 million to fix roads. Now, I don't agree with the tax increase or any of the other antics that freed up money for her to waste on programs the government has no business involving themselves in. But if they're going to, they're going to tax us more. How about making good on your promise and do something that helps everyone? We all drive on these roads. Fix the roads. Recent studies have shown we need to spend around $2.4 billion more than we have been. Not $2.4 billion, but $2.4 billion more, close to $4 billion to get our infrastructure back in shape. And then we can lower the spending a little bit to maintain. But expect to get taxed more and get continually worse services. 
because we're too busy spending money on things the state doesn't need to be involved in. Higher education, pre-K, home building. You really think Whitmer's going to be out there herself with a hammer and a plume or whatever it is, you know, out there putting nails in two-by-fours? I don't think so. And the costs are only going to go up. And as the governor continues to spend more money than we should be having in the state coffers to begin with, she's quietly getting rid of oversight. We have long discussed in depth the removal of local control on solar and wind projects and the um, fact it was given to the Michigan Public Service Commission, a, a state agency. Fun fact about that, I don't know if we've established this on the show. Sorry if we haven't, but... I might have mentioned it, and it is very important that it would be mentioned. So the commission is composed of three members. A point, I mean, there's obviously employees aside from these, but the, the, commi- the main commission is composed of three members appointed by the governor to serve staggered six-year terms. No more than two commissioners may represent the same political party. One commissioner is designated as chairman by the governor. As well. So she has been able to pick two. And since you can have two be from the same party, what do you know? So she gave this authority to a board that she controls. Seems fair. So not not only it's anything that she does, it seems like is not only wrong, it's like somehow doubly wrong. So not only have have has the executive branch, Governor Whitmer, taken decisions away from local townships, counties, and cities, but you're taking it away from the council of literally hundreds of people and giving it to three people. That is crazy. How very Democratic of them. It's not even Republican of them. But that's not even all that she's done recently, and not all that she's even done in regard to environmental questions either. She signed a few bills that eliminated a government committee. Now, I generally am not a fan of government committees. But sometimes they provide oversight to things that are even stupider than their mere existence. In 2018, then-Governor Snyder created the Environmental Rules Review Committee that let businesses in Michigan have some say about the regulations that would affect them. Senator Ed McBroom said of the committee that it was created created in a response to innumerable issues instances of the department promulgating rules that then created frustration and confusion across the board, treating spilled raw milk and dirt from sugar beets as industrial waste. Rules were forced upon citizens and businesses even after they attempted to show the department how ineffective, non-scientific, or impossible the goals were. So instead of a government board that tells the governor what he or she wants to hear, which, by the way, let me talk to you about the... uh, that Michigan population committee that governors set up that as I predicted, as it was created. And of course I was correct on the back end when they delivered their final report. Oh, just spend more money. Oh, okay. Well, they told me I could spend money and it was a bipartisan board. So instead of it being usually like how that's how these government committees operate, it was the, it was the, um, the people telling the government yes or no on policy decisions. It was an actual oversight board. And of course, Whitmer's office said it would cut red tape and make government more efficient. And kind of in that narrow judgment, she is actually correct. If there's no oversight, laws can be passed a lot faster. 
with a lot less approval. But does not mean, though, the outcomes are going to be better and they're going to be representative of the people's will in the state and that it's going to be effective for those that it's impacting. So one of the few checks on the state that ordinary people had is now gone, thanks to the Democrats and Governor Whitmer. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we are going to wrap up today's show with WMKT's Market Watch. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM Triple Talk, WMKT. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but i was out of options i, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I want you to imagine for a moment, you're in a hospital. You are the patient connected to an IV bag. There's a constant parade of serious doctors, countless tests, endless pokes, and a serious diagnosis. Scary surgeries are followed by painful recoveries. You're in the hospital for days, weeks, months. Now imagine experiencing all of these things and you're only a child. This is why Starlight exists, to bring happiness to hospitalized children through programs that help kids cope, build resilience, bolster confidence, and change their outlook. Programs like gaming, virtual reality headsets, toy deliveries, radio flyer wagons, and cozy hospital gowns are just a few of the ways Starlight eases a child's hospital stay. Because happiness matters. Visit starlight.org to learn more. Hello, Americans. It's Uncle Sam here. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes to the IRS or state, don't worry. I've got important news that may help you negotiate a lower tax bill. In today's economy, the IRS has released a variety of new rules and is offering more flexible terms to help Americans looking to settle their IRS debt. If you apply today, we may be able to lift your wage garnishments and release a freeze on your bank assets or business. Our team of tax professionals can resolve your case and stop collection actions against you. Even if you've been audited or haven't filed a return in years, they can help. Call right now and find out if you qualify to settle your IRS debt for far less than what you owe. Pick up your phone right now and Call us for a free $500 IRS tax review. Don't wait. Here's the number. Call right now. 800-294-7179. For the last time, 800-294-7179. 
And now, more of WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy right now on Northern Michigan's home for news and opinion, Triple Talk, WMKT. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. It is time now for WMKT's Market Watch. Not a lot happened, not too much. Today on Wall Street, the Dow Jones increased 47 points, ending at 38,996. The Nasdaq increased 144 points, ending at 16,091. The S&P 500 increased 26 points, ending at 5,096. Domino's Pizza increased $1.98 per share. They end at $448.35. Striker Corporation was our loan decliner. They fell $2.73 per share, ending at $349.07. And Whirlpool Corporation rounds us out, as they usually do. They increased $1.51 per share, ending at $107.39. That has been WMKT's Market Watch. That is all the time that we have for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's Friday. We made it to Friday almost. It's a few hours away. We'll wrap up and send you in to the weekend. Hope you have some good plans. It's all the time that we have for today's show. Thank you for listening, and you are listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. Have a good night. <laughs>